0: This is Ready, Set, Workflow, a show about how to actually get things done in business, software development, startups, and life. We are your hosts, Caitlin, Katie, and Tosh. Today, we will be doing a quick recap of all the Scrum Ceremonies we have covered so far on our earlier podcast episode. So hopefully today's episode will be short and sweet, but full of a lot of great ideas and ways for you to run the Scrum Ceremonies with your teams, wherever you are. so today's question of the day is what is your go-to drink order when you're on a flight hopefully everyone has this like already in their back pocket because you know you're on the flight they're coming around it's got to be quick you don't want to be that passenger that's holding up the other people on the flight from getting their relaxation beverage of choice. So Katie, what's your go-to beverage order?
1: Okay. I have to give an explanation. It depends on the time of day, number one. So if it's a certain time of day where I need a little caffeine, then it's going to be a Jack and diet. If It is a time where I get on Alaska flights, you get a nice little cheese board. So then I'll probably get a nice glass of wine with it, red wine. And if it's just like standard day, who knows what time it is. I have to choose one drink. It would probably be a vodka soda at this point. If I have to choose one throughout the day. I suppose that'll be it. What's great now is flights have the real lemon and real lime juice on there. It's this powder.
0: That does not sound real at all.
1: I know, but it's real quote unquote real, but it's great because it actually adds a lot more citrus flavor than, you know, the tiny little bit of lime that they would put in there and not even a lime that they would put in there. So that's fantastic.
0: It's like the Splenda of citrus is what you're saying. Yeah. Okay.
1: Yeah. Some flights are now offering hard seltzers, which I'm a fan of, obviously, team hard seltzer over here. And the last thing I'll say is one time I did a calculation on the ROI based on how much volume you get with the ABV. It's the most bang for your buck is wine.
0: Good to know. They put in, like, they give you a pretty solid pour most of the time, so can't complain.
2: With the little, the bottle, you can normally, like, pour yourself two glasses, which is nice.
0: True. Good point. Wow. Well, thank you for that very detailed explanation.
2: Hey, I take a lot of flights.
0: Yeah. Awesome. Caitlin, go-to beverage order.
2: I will always start with a mimosa because it's normally morning or daytime. I, I hardly ever take red eyes.
1: So classy.
2: Yeah. And, and I feel like, you know, you need to boost your immune system when you're traveling. So you get a little sparkling wine plus the OJ and then you're like good to go. And then I'll normally switch to red wine if it's like, you know, the connection, there's delays. I've had too many mimosas at that point, switch to red. That's it, less
0: detail. Solid, yeah. Great idea about the vitamin C in orange juice. I didn't even think about that. My go-to is usually a Jack and Coke Zero, actually. Delicious. So Southwest has Coke Zero. It's my Coca-Cola product of choice. So Jack and Coke zero or red wine. If I'm traveling like overnight internationally, just keep on stopping by my little seat and refilling my cup. Love that. Until you pass out. Exactly. Is that how you're supposed to apply? Yep.
1: I like this question of the day because it's full circle and aligns with what our our episode's about. Because I think the first question of the day that you ever asked was what our go-to drink for happy hour was. Mm. True. now everyone knows all of our drink orders
0: exactly wherever we are if we're at our home if we're at a bar if we're in the air you know what we're ordering
1: if you see us out now you know what to buy us exactly
0: so many free drinks coming our way but not in like the weird creepy way all right so like we just mentioned today's episode is going to be all things scrum ceremony related and just for context The way that we run our sprints is we run our sprints in two-week cycles. One week for me is way too short. It's hard to really gain momentum. And then by the third or fourth week of a single sprint, it just is a grind. Personally, love a two-week sprint. I think it sets you up for a really great cadence. And we run our sprints from a Monday to a Friday. So it aligns with the work week. And so while we are breaking down all of these different ceremonies, um, we'll kind of give you like the start day, you know, kind of where they fall within a, a normal sprint cycle for us. But just know that we do run in a two-week sprint and we actually run it for, we are currently running sprints for multiple teams. So keep all that in mind. And just like how we start our normal sprints with our teams, we will be starting today's episode, just doing the quick ready, set way to run a sprint planning.
2: The ready, set way we do sprint planning is number one, we have it on the first day of each sprint with each scrum team. So separate meetings for each scrum team on the first day of the sprint. The things we cover are logistics. So what are the dates of the sprint? Are there any holidays? Who has vacations out of the developers? And then we go over high-level themes. So no sprint commits, just high-level themes. When you're doing the meeting, always have some physical document to review. We have a spreadsheet that we always talk about um, to just have something to project so everyone's focused and looking at the screen. And then finally, end with a stand-up. So again, this is just a 30-minute meeting doing logistics, high-level themes, and then you end with a stand-up all in that 30 minutes. And that is the Ready, Set, Way for Sprint Planning.
1: Thanks, Caitlin, for sprint planning. So next up, we'll talk a little bit about stand-ups. So the ready, set way that we do stand-ups, we schedule one every day for 15 minutes. We do time box for 30 minutes to not rush, so to leave a little extra time, especially if you get into that 16th minute topics. So every day for 15 minutes with each scrum team. Of course, there are certain days like with sprint review and with refinement that we don't do the stand-ups, but every other day we do them. During the stand-up, we review each story by story from most to least done. And we cover within each story what was done either today because we do our stand-ups after our devs have already done some work that day. So either what was done today or what was done yesterday what work is remaining on the story and are there any blockers? So having a discussion about each of those tickets. And then if there are any 16th minute topics, so maybe releases or hot fixes or anything else that we wanna cover, we save that and reserve it to the end. If we need to dismiss certain team members, we do, or we keep everybody on depending on the topic and we can reserve that extra time for talking about that.
0: All right. So we've talked about the sprint plan and then how that transitioned into stand-up. One of the other main ceremonies we have during our sprints is a weekly refinement. So the weekly refinement, we spend about one to two hours per week with the entire team that's going to be working on that product's code base. We get everyone virtually in a room and we started off with a question of the day just to get everyone unmuted and talking and kind of just ready to brainstorm and review each story that we want to be worked on um, either in the upcoming sprint or maybe you know the following ones so we would go through and we review it story by story starting with the story title and then talking through each point of the acceptance criteria that we've defined this is how you'll know that a story meets your definition of done but the sprint refinement is really a time to allow for questions and clarifications. Your acceptance criteria can be modified. It can be consolidated. It can be split apart into separate stories. It's really just a time to get team buy-in and alignment so that the developers understand what is being asked from them in terms of functionality by the business. And then we highly recommend using our own Slack integration called Ready, Set, Estimate, to size and estimate your team stories so that you really understand the level of effort that's required. And if you're the product person, it's a great way to kind of relay back to the business how long or you know just how development intense some of the features that are being requested will be going forward. And you can use that to really plan out your roadmaps. So go ahead and download Ready, Set, Estimate and integrate it with your Slack ASAP. Sprint planning, your daily stand-ups, and your refinements are kind of the nitty-gritty day-to-day meetings that we have throughout our sprint. We have them either every single day or every single week with our scrum teams. And then at the end of our two-week sprint, we have our final two scrum ceremonies.
2: So the first ceremony that we do on the last day of the sprint is sprint review. We start this ceremony with QOTD also. We try to keep it a shorter QOTD because you do have more people in the meeting, including stakeholders that may be executives, um, people with busy calendars. So keep it a short QOTD if you're going to do one. After that, the person who's running the ceremony, so this could be the product owner or the scrum master, just does a quick review of the themes for the sprint, and then the demos start. We only demo things that are that meet our definition of done, which means they've passed two rounds of QA and a code review. And then after that, you can ask for feedback from anyone in the meeting. We want to balance that feedback with the fact that you want this to be a feel-good meeting. So try not to get into too many long conversations, but you can always follow up with people after.
1: And that's it. And the very last ceremony is the retrospective. So the ready, set way that We recommend doing the retrospective is hold it on the last day of the sprint after your sprint review, maybe give a little bit of a break between then, but, um, nearly immediately after the sprint review, you should hold your retro. We use a visual. We use our Trello board. That's an example. You can use something else if you'd like, but definitely show a visual that people can reference. And then we ask three questions. So what went well this sprint? which helps start the retro on a positive note. Then we go into what didn't go well. And from that list, you can pick something to work on for the next sprint. So as we know, some of the most important things about working in Scrum is continuous improvement and inspecting and adapting. And then of course we end with mad props. So we want to celebrate each team member, celebrate what was accomplished during that sprint. And it also gives you an opportunity for each person to be really specific about what was achieved between the team members and overall as a team.
0: All right, and that is it. So now you can just ready set scrum ceremony with your team. Um, If you have any other, you know, questions or want more specifics on how we run each of these ceremonies specifically, we do have a podcast for each one of them. So scroll back through, scroll to the bottom of your Spotify episode list. Feel free to start from the beginning. But yeah, go back there if you have specific questions on how we run them. We do really get into the nitty gritty and the details. But hopefully you can just use this episode as a quick reference for how we recommend to run your ceremonies the Ready, Set way.
2: Thanks, everyone, for listening to our podcast today. We hope you enjoyed this week's episode. If you did, feel free to leave us a review or share this episode with your friends and hit us up on Instagram and TikTok. Thanks, and we'll see you next week.